Hello and welcome back to Geeks, the world's number one entertainment podcast recorded live in this room. I'm your host, Al White, and joining me for a little fireside chat, Alexander Chard. How you going there, Al? Are we going to be talking about Call of Duty? Is that what's happening? <laughs> Uh, hi guys, it's episode 103. If you're new to us, please head over to wegeeks.com where you can patch out to all the social medias and also you can listen to all of our content. Every single Friday we do a horror show. We're talking about, uh, what are we talking about right now? Uh, Predator. Predator movies. Uh, we literally just recorded one and yeah. I can't remember. <laughs> like, we just finished two seconds ago. Mm. Um, yeah, we're talking about Predator. This uh, Friday we've got uh, Alien vs. Predator Requiem going up. We've got some controversial things to say about us. So check that one out. Um, and please do subscribe, please do rate, we do all this for free, no patrons, no ads, none of that bullshit. Um, we appreciate it. So while we're in the same room, Alex, we, we did a podcast 102 a few weeks ago. We did. When Red Dead had just come out, Red Dead Redemption 2. Yep. And Jimmy and Justin, mm-hmm. um, I really want Justin to be on this one because it's nice to get all of our evolving thoughts. Yeah. But he's not in the room. I literally was about to text him and say, hey, are you able to jump on a mic right now? But if he jumps on a mic, it means we have to Skype and then you have to be in a different room because you get into these weird echo things going on. It gets complicated. So we thought, let's just talk to you and me and maybe I could do one with him next week or something. Yeah, I'm sure we'll reconvene as we continue to progress. This will be an ongoing. This is basically what this podcast will be now. It's just <laughs> yeah. um, So I really want to talk about that. We're going to, this will be a shorter podcast. Before we do very quickly, I just do want to touch on a few other games because I've been trying to like, try out everything and i think you've mostly been doing red dead yeah i mean i played a bit of odyssey going into red dead yeah i haven't touched anything else. but since red dead came out you haven't really been touched Nothing. so i thought a good way is for me to just say hey here's some of the games that i've been tried out since it came out and if you're interested in anything you can ask a question i'll ask if you're not interested you can say move on <laughs> okay uh cool move on duty <laughs> black ops 3 <laughs> which is no longer campaign mode this is now purely multiplayer zombies and their adversary mode to PUBG, which is their battle royale mode. Right. That's it. Uh, have you been a Call of Duty guy? I, I mean, I was in the beginning. I love Call of Duty 1, I love 2, I love yeah. some of 3, uh, 4 I love. And then I really started to get angry with it. Um, but I'd keep sort of hate buying it, you mm-hmm. know? Yeah. <laughs> and thinking this will be the one. I always appreciate the online. Uh, it's just not for me. It's too. I used to play a lot of it, but not so you were more of the campaign guy. I was a campaign guy. Uh, yeah. They got rid of campaign, but I was very intrigued in what the PUBG element would be and if it would be like PUBG but better, you know, because Fortnite's very different, and mm-hmm. you know, this is very much, uh, yeah, war, modern warfare kind of thing. Yeah, tactical warfare, um, and it's excellent. Oh, interesting. It is like PUBG but better. <laughs> like it's like PUBG but with money. Yeah. So it looks slick, it plays slick, it feels fantastic. It's got a bit of a faster pace. I'm not going to say like if, you know, the, all the technical, tactical things you might like with PUBG aren't replicated here perfectly. Mm-hmm. Um, it is definitely Call of Duty, but it's not as fast or frantic or crazy as Call of Duty normally is. It's really, really, really good. Um, and if it's enough for you to make up for not having campaign there in a regular price game, I don't know. It's not. Move on. Let's move on. Uh, <laughs> Battlefield 5, which has launched ironically the opposite with its campaign then it's multiplayer but without its sort of PUBG mode that's going to launch spring 2019 what? yeah for the same game? yeah they're launching that bit separate interesting I think it's spring it's in early 2019 yeah um, I've been playing some of the campaign of this. Do you remember Battlefield 1? I can't believe it was two years ago, Battlefield 1. Yeah, I enjoyed that campaign, man. And they split it over the map and you mm-hmm. play different segments. This yeah. is similar, but there's no map. you got like four or five two-hour mini games Yeah, set in similar things. 
And it uh, kind of pisses me off. Like they try and do that first thing again where you remember in that one where you die and then you'd zoom out and go to another person and die and zoom yeah. out. They do that, but across the world to kind of give you a taste of all of them, which is kind of cool, mm-hmm. but also a bit glamorizing, if you know what I mean. Right. And then you get into the stories and they're all just like, mm, I right. don't know. None of this is really like enough to get you meat into. Um, <laughs> to <laughs> not enough to get you meat. <laughs> Let's, wait, <laughs> not enough to get your beat into. <laughs> okay. <laughs> oh, you know what's worse is because I'm editing this one. I can just take that out, but I'm not going to. No, don't. Gonna, Please don't. What I meant to say, not enough meat to get your teeth into. That's <laughs> what I was trying to say. But we've been recording for hours. I'm fucking exhausted. So yeah, not enough to get your meat into. Let's go. <laughs> that is terrible. Oh, good. Oh, I hate myself. Good. Um. <laughs> oh god that's good oh um <laughs> i don't know man it's not there's a bit where you're skiing that's nice in first person and then you're like shooting people while you're skiing right but you'll go over things like rocks and you just like ski straight through them it's just yeah i don't know it's not great it's fine it looks pretty frostbite mm. i've been playing some hitman too oh is that already out yeah, is that Full game See, release, didn't do the chapter thing. That's right. I really enjoyed the last Hitman. I think it's actually... So when Hitman, the last one came out, I thought it was a mistake to do chapters. Yeah. I now think it's a mistake not to do chapters. Really? Why is that? Because it continued to conversate. Hitman was going for all year. You know, yeah. for over a year, two years. That conversation kept going. Yeah. You'd be like, oh, but there's a new one. Yeah. And a new bit. And a new bit. And it was always in the news because of that. This one came out and no one really noticed because it came out, yeah, alongside Red Dead. Why mm-hmm. the fuck would you do that? And yeah. in all honesty, it's pretty, the opening level is pretty cool. I played a couple. It's more Hitman, you know? And there's nothing wrong with that. That's yeah. great. Uh, but I prefer watching videos of it than I do playing it. Katie plays them sometimes. I like watching her play it. I'm not very good at it. Yeah, yeah, I liked the fact that the last one was episodic because those levels was, were so replayable. Because you can just un- unlock so many different things and yeah. approach it in so many different ways. Yeah. And it was a nice one, yeah, to kind of... You play it, then you put it down, you move on, and then, yeah, another one comes out, and you're like, oh, great. Yeah. It's like a whole new thing. No, exactly. I don't know it's a mistake. Uh, I played some Soul Calibur 6. Um, Good. Just gorgeous. I mean, it's Soul Calibur. Honestly, mm. like, the Soul play fighting in it is fantastic. They always look immensely beautiful. Yeah. you got Geralt from Witcher 3 in here. Oh, yeah, the that's right. They've been doing a lot of primary cool. like that. It's cool. Um, I mean, you know what you're getting. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, very, very good. Uh, I played a little indie game called Stormboy. I texted you about this. Yeah. <clears throat> you asked me if I knew those books. Storm yeah. Books. It's an Australian author. I believe is dead. Um, and you knew a bit about them from what was it you said? So I knew about uh, a famous movie in the 70s called Storm Boy. Right. Which may have been based on a book. Yeah. I think uh, it might, the, what you talked about was exactly it with the pelican and all that stuff. Yeah. A boy that uh, befriends a pelican. Yeah. Yeah. So he, what you're getting, and I think it's a really interesting idea. It doesn't work brilliantly, but the art style is very nice. It's very cheap. I think it's like £4 or something or $6 or something. I don't know. It's very, very short. You'll get through it in under an hour probably. Um, and you're essentially walking through bits of the story and you get dialogue comes up on, well, like bits of the books come up on screen. And if you stop walking, you can read them, but the more quicker you walk, they'll go away. Right. So you dictate how long you want them to be up on screen. And then you kind of play through bits of it. And there's some goofy, bad mini games. But the style of it's beautiful and the music's nice. And the story's actually really tragic. It's actually really yeah. heartbreaking. Um, and I'll tell you what, easiest 1000G you'll ever get if you haven't played Avatar, that game. Um, 
the second second easiest then. Uh, yeah, very easy, thousand G to get in under an hour. But it's 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 worth checking out. I, might check I think it's a out. good idea for yeah. interactive stuff. But um, and then lastly, I've been playing some Fallout seventy six, my friend. Um, yeah, you had played the. We talked about it last under beta. Yeah, you now the, the full game's version. out, and people are angry. And I do want to talk about this very quickly. Go for it. Just like a little five minute thing. I'm here. People are angry, and people are very angry about the glitches in this game. Mm-hmm. Now, is it why is it super glitchy? That's quite, I haven't really encountered them. I've encountered a few trees popping in. I haven't played loads of it. Let's be mm-hmm. clear. I played a few hours, and then I played some with Katie online. Um, but I know people have been encountering a lot of glitches. I first of all want to say every single time a Bethesda game comes out, Fallout, Skyrim, they have so many glitches in and always the conversation going around on all the podcasts is why do we let Bethesda off the hook when they have all these glitches whereas other companies we tear them to shreds. This time, people just don't seem to be letting them off the hook and I think it's because people are a bit sour in this game anyway. Whereas normally people are like, oh, we love Bethesda, they're one of us, we love their games, we don't care that the glitch is hell. It's endearing. It's a word that I think yep. even we threw around three years ago when Fallout 4 came out and all these glitches and we're like, oh, it's kind of endearing. No? Yeah, yeah. In this game, people aren't letting it off the hook because people are pissed. So it's kind of feel sorry for Bethesda because there's no more glitches, I think, than normal. Maybe there are. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But there's always a lot. Um, and I stand by everything I said in the beta. There's a couple of caveats, I think, to it. So, again, it looks really beautiful. Not Red Dead beautiful, but it's a nicer, more appealing Fallout world for me to wander around. Um there's plenty of stuff to kill and fight loads of things it's all about exploration <clears throat> you don't the missing thing is yeah you don't have NPC characters so you don't have people to find and walk up to and talk to and get missions from doesn't mean you don't still have contextual stories there's still contextual stories happening everywhere as Bethesda are really good with yeah uh, but yeah all the real people are real people and you don't see many of them I'll just like hear gunfire and then you go okay I don't want to go there um, or you go near a house and then you see two people fighting I haven't had a single problem with anybody because again their system which for people who didn't listen last week not last week last episode um is i mean the very basic version of it is if you go up to someone and you shoot them you're taking off a tiniest amount of health off of them because it doesn't want to benefit you from shooting them or trying to kill them if they then attack you it means they want to fight and, and then, then you can game fight on. if they don't then you can keep whittling at them and annoying them until eventually you will kill them probably but once you do um <clears throat> you will i think you like you either die or whatever but you get a bounty put on your head basically where everybody else then wants to come and kill you because you're a dick yeah <laughs> and no one does it like I'm, I mean I'm sure people do but I haven't had people do it like everyone's been really really nice everyone you just walk around and people suddenly turn around to see you and they do like a little emoticon and then they go off and you know they're all off on their own little adventures sometimes in the team sometimes on their own yeah like how, sort of how often were you bumping into other players do you feel I mean I've played for hours and not <laughs> Sorry, bumped into anybody is- Oh, really? Yeah. And then I've done it and bumped into quite a few. But like, it just depends which area you're in, what mm-hmm. server you happen to be on. And sometimes, yeah, I might hear people like in the distance, like I say, some gunshots and go, there's probably a person. I don't really feel like that. I'm going to go somewhere else. But I will say, like, I mean, it actually works really well. The only thing that I think doesn't work is that people can wear some silly costumes and stuff, and that can break your emotion a bit. Right. If people are doing a dancing emoticon, someone wearing a weird costume, and you're walking around in your solo Fallout world, it feels a bit weird. If you want everything you get from a solo Fallout game, you're not going to get it. This isn't a Fallout 5. Mm-hmm. It's not quite as deep for that stuff. Yeah, you don't have those NPCs, but it does play exactly the same. The world is arguably prettier yeah um and for me personally the time i've spent with katie um i love 
being able to do that like for us to be able to sit side by side with two tvs and again like i've heard people complaining of oh but it's not the right way to play fallout because i played with my friends and then they go running off and this happens I'm like well then it's your fault you're picking the wrong people to play with it's yeah. like play with people who want to play it how you want to play it like any co-op game if you're having a bad experience with that then you're not picking the right people yeah and me and katie and i know if you and i had played sitting next we'd do the same we'd be like all right let's go on an adventure mm-hmm. you go check out the house i'll stand guard outside or whatever you know like just nice dynamic and you feel like yeah we're adventuring around this world together yeah and i've always wanted that with the bethesda game and i've never had it um so i genuinely i get why it's not for everybody but i don't get why people are so angry and i think that's stupid it's 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 a game that i'm hoping once red dead and things like that have died down and we get past christmas and it'll probably drop in how expensive it is that people will hopefully get into have Um, you been able to get your meat into it <laughs> I mean, that's what it comes down to. I mean, really, no, no. Okay. Uh, I mean, not enough. Not enough. Not <laughs> more time. <laughs> not more time. <laughs> <laughs> more time. <laughs> oh fuck! All right. So let's. You know. There you go. There you go. That games I've been playing. I've been playing some others, but they're to do with what we're about to talk about. So I want to get into it. Interesting. We talk about Red Dead Redemption. Dos. That's the one. Yep. Yeah, we are talking about that. So let's clarify. We're not going to do any major spoilers. Uh, and by that, I mean no big narrative ones and no, mm-hmm. nothing that's really special that we've come across separately where we're like, that's too cool a thing. You know, we're very precious. I know you hate spoilers, so I know yeah. how precious you are. I'm a little less precious, but I am still precious about it. So we're going to avoid all that stuff, but there will be contextual spoilers. We're going to talk about gameplay elements. Yeah. We might touch on a couple of story things, but we're not going to go in explicitly what happens in them. Um, so if that's really tender with that, I'm fine, get out. But just to say, like, I'm... Uh, just started chapter four and you just started chapter six, right? Yep. So you're another, well, again, I'll be spoiled, say we are, but you're nearing the end of the, the game, but you've got quite, everyone knows there's quite a lot of epilogue stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but you're nearing the main bulk. Yeah. And uh, I'm about midway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I've been talking for a while. So why don't you take over? Tell us some of your experiences, how you're feeling about it and how it's evolved since the last time you... Yeah, so I, when we first started, uh, when we did the first Red Dead podcast, I think... It had been out for a couple of days, so we were all pretty fresh coming into it. I think we were all pretty much either at, on the tail end of chapter one or just finishing or had just finished chapter yeah. one, um, which was stunning. Like, I still have flashbacks to that just whole chapter. It was just like a f- fucking hell of an introduction into that game. Do you know how many people I've listened to since then who are like really struggle with the opening? They're like, yeah, that first couple of hours is really tough because it's so slow, but get through that once it opens up and it's, you know, and, and it all come alive for you. Yeah. And, and I'll get to my opinions, you know, in a bit, but I kind of, the, the invert of that. Like yeah. for me, those first couple of hours were just so, I'm in, like this mm-hmm. is incredible. And then once it opened up, I had some real struggle problems as we talked about last yeah, time. Yeah. And when you, you know, you, we have a little WhatsApp group where we, all of our sort of group of friends that are playing it have shared their sort of feelings and experiences. And yeah, you're definitely sort of, you've, you've expressed that. And the sort of, I think where our paths have differed is that um, beyond chapter one, I've had an experience where, um, where things have happened in the game for me very organically. I, I haven't felt uh, pushed into doing um the sort of story missions i've had a lot of side quests come up 
And I've realized that with these Rockstar games, the way that actually, no, with a lot of these open world games, I find that the way that I play them, I was thinking of this today, is that um, I don't go out and free explore as much as some players would. I tend to sort of hover around. I, I, I kind of let the side quest, side quest and the main missions dictate where I explore. Mm-hmm. Um, and often with the side quest, they push me further out and away from where the story missions might push me because they tend to be a bit more contained because I like getting to an end, the end of an open world game and having chunks of the map that are undiscovered. Sure. And, and um, cause it gives me a sense of like, Oh, okay. Well, I've still got a lot more to do in this. That it becomes sort of more easier come down, I guess, off a story mode than kind of just being like, Oh, well I've seen everything and yeah, yeah, I've yeah. done everything. So my experience has been that like I've, the, the, the beauty of the game is still stunning. Um, you know, I've heard a lot of people talking about the pace of the game and the sort of, just the kind of time spent getting between missions and not necessarily having fast travel right away or not even being told how do you can obtain that. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I've, I've loved all of it. I've loved all of that. I've loved the pace. Um, I, I really enjoy the long rides out to missions and, and deviating from that at times and just being like, oh, actually, well, at this point, you know, off, although you can't, with these games necessarily deviate from story missions. Like it won't let you do that or it won't let you progress. If a story mission ends and I'm f- far out in a place, I will tend to sort of be like, Oh, you know, there's stuff around here that I can do, or there's towns that I can just explore. And in doing that, that's when I'm talking about my experience, things happening organically is when all these side quests have suddenly popped up that, what kind you- of, give me some examples of what you, cause it's honestly like, we don't get to, we haven't talked about, like we say, we have this group, but yeah. it still did that sort of conversation. We go like, "Oh, this just happened. Here's a photo or whatever." Mm-hmm. We haven't got to talk about it. So, like, tell me when. What do, what are side missions for you, and how are those like occurring for you? So, so often, um, if I'm in a town, you know, especially within chapters, you often revisit towns um, frequently. You're constantly going in and out, and I've noticed that sometimes it's I sometimes it's definitely um what uh, it happens because of the time of day so if i miss like i'll see it pop up on the map and then if it's past a certain hour it'll disappear and then the next day it'll pop up and these question marks then? yeah right. okay. question marks um just like in the first uh red dead um and then sometimes i've noticed that there'll be nothing there'll be no side side missions in in the middle of um, me riding out to go to a starting point for a story mission, I'll ride through a town. And again, I'll sort of see it on my little compass, the kind of uh, cloud of the question mark sort of enveloping the compass. And then I'll open the map and then it'll suddenly appear. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to do that first, um, which has been really cool. And then sometimes when you activate a side quest, it, it'll be like chapter one of that side quest. And mm. then later on throughout the story, um, so-and-so's little marker will pop up again somewhere else on the map. And I'm like, oh, cool. I'm going to go and do that. Um, I had an experience um, the other day where I did a side quest, which took me to a part of the map I'd never been to before. And just riding through that part to get to this particular side quest I was doing, 
suddenly all these other questions, like two or three other question marks popped up, hmm. which was really cool. And so I got to do those. And then one of them was actually linked back to a um, debt collecting mission I had done from within the camp. Yeah. Um, so for me, like my experience has been very rich because all these things are just happening as I'm playing without me necessarily going out looking for them mm-hmm. or or not even in moments where I'm like, oh, well, I don't know what to do now. Um, um, so, yeah, it's, 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 it's really filled in the space that it's, that it's allowed me to f- feel like I've still done a lot and I've seen a lot um, without feeling rushed into the story. But then at the same time, when I speak to uh, our friends and yourself in our WhatsApp group, you know, I'm, I'm, starting to like get far ahead yeah but maybe you're also is. putting in more hours like it doesn't I think, you are, I think you have put in more hours. i mean jesson's putting a lot he's doing his own stuff with it um and i think he's having a similar i know he had some problems last time we talked but i think mm-hmm. he's having a similar experience to you with it yeah. katie who's sad as she couldn't be on this one but she's had some a lot of similar problems i think as i have with yeah. it um I mean, just, sorry, we'll pass it back and forth, but just to like be clear, what really frustrates me, because I'm listening to so many podcasts about it, because I'm fascinated with this game and I'm fascinated yeah. about people's experiences with it. And luckily most ones I listen to, they don't spoil things, you know, it's just little things like we're going to hear. Um, so I've really enjoyed hearing stuff because I'm really interested in how people's experience has been and how they're getting it. And what annoys me the most is, is kind of the bracket that I think I will get lumped into with this game. Which is, yeah, there are a lot of people who aren't liking it because they're just like, this isn't for me, it's too slow. I don't like riding from here to here and taking ages and ages. I don't like the pacing of this and blah, blah, blah. I love that stuff. Like, I mean, you know me. Like, I'm a slow burn person. I like that build. Um, Those aren't my problems at all. At all with this game. Mm -hmm. And it'd be absolutely clear, like, I'm playing the devil's advocate the whole time because I am having a lot of negative things. And there's a lot of stuff that I don't feel have been talked about with this game. On the stuff I'm hearing... I think it's getting talked about in those two camps. Like you either enjoy that or you don't. And here's why and not, you know? Whereas for me, it's like, well, I do enjoy that, but I'm still having a lot of problems. And, yeah. and I don't think people are kind of clarifying that enough because it's from Rockstar, if mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like there's certain stuff that happens in this game. I'm like, if this was from anybody else, I wouldn't be fine with that shit. Yeah. I wouldn't. But because it's Rockstar... And I love, like, I still, to be clear, I still give this game probably a 9 out of 10. Mm-hmm. Even though there are things in this game that make me very angry, Alex. Uh, can you specify? Okay, yeah, I mean, I've got a little list of some stuff. But I have okay. some particular stories as well as general stuff. So, just like where we left off last time was, yeah, I was really struggling with what the fuck am I meant to do? As soon as yeah. it opened up, I just genuinely had trouble finding anything to do other than wander around. Which was fine because it's gorgeous. But what I found is a repeating thing in every podcast I've listened to. And I mean, everyone. When they're talking about... I love this game and here's why. Every single answer that they're giving for me is boiling down to the word immersion. Every yep. single answer. Every answer is like to do with, yeah, I met this character and then they came back again later and this tied back in again and they did this little thing or I love this little animation or I love this little way that this... And I agree. Again, if you didn't listen to our last episode, I think the things this game does right, it does so well and so much better than any game ever that yeah it's enough for me to still give it a 9 out of 10 because I love immersion so much in yeah. game. that's the main reason I'm in any game so I'm still there and I'll still play this you know almost daily because of that however 
most almost everything else in the game and this is why i've been going back to other games i went and played witcher 3 again i went and played some fallout i went and played red dead redemption 1 because like i want to see how these other games remind myself how much am i really kidding myself of how these other games do this and how much has come on even since the first game which was a long time ago um and almost everything else in the game that isn't to do with immersion i don't feel it's progressed at all from the last game not at all nothing at all and all of these missions Again, I mean, I have big problems in terms of one, I still just don't care. Like, I'm in chapter four now. I love Arthur. I love him. But I still don't know what the fuck I'm hoping for. I still don't yeah. know what the story is that I want to happen. I haven't found any driving force. I have the personal thing again. It's the brick wall that I don't like being in the gang and I still don't. Like, mm-hmm. most of the missions are all with somebody else and I don't like it at all. Like, yeah. so I can enjoy them from a cinematic level or a gameplay level, but they're not appealing to me. But again, I'm not on a journey that I give a shit about. It's like, well, I guess we're on a run. That's about it. And I know I'm going to see Dutch change gradually. Great. But I don't care. Like, I know where he's going to end up already because it's a prequel. I know where John's going to end up because it's a prequel. And I'm not have I don't have something else as a driving force for me, like with Red Dead One, like with The Witcher, like with like Mm -hmm. Breath of the Wild. Um, So then, for me, it's about all right exploring and the truth for me has been with exploring is that yeah like when we talked last i couldn't find anything to do and i didn't until chapter three chapter three things start to open up a little bit more like in terms of some more things will start to pop up yeah on my map and i'll be like i'd actually look and it'd be oh there's three things i could do right now mm-hmm. but honest to god man for chapter two it was a slog for me there was yeah. never anything on my map i'd open it up and there's nothing i wasn't coming across question marks i'll be like well, what the fuck am i meant to do and i wouldn't <laughs> even be triggering the story missions properly i was like yeah. there's nowhere for me to go i guess i should go hunting but i don't really enjoy <laughs> hunting that much like it's fine for an hour or two but yeah, you know yeah. whatever um and on top of that i'd have these experiences so this isn't me being a dick i just want to like i feel it's not even fair um so for instance there's a point this was at that point i was really at a teetering point with this mm-hmm. game uh, I had experience where there was nothing for me to do anywhere on the map at all, which happened a lot. Um, and I was, yeah, like for, I was about 15 hours in, I think by this point. And I'd spent good six, seven hours with like nothing really to do. Um, there was one point that was there that I found. I was like, okay, cool. There's one person here I'm going to go to. Clearly that's a story thing. Fine. I'll just progress the story. I didn't want to jump through the story, but I'll do that. Went riding over to this person. It took me ages to get there. I don't care it's nice to do it but still takes some time to get there yeah. I went to it and the person wasn't there and he said you're not allowed to do this because you got a bounty and I was still like learning about the game I was like oh really what did I do I didn't, and I'm playing, playing very nice and we'll get to this because this is a different problem I have with the game but I'm playing very nice I don't do bad things I'm not killing random people I was like fuck why do I have a bounty I was like alright fine I have a bounty so then I had to go online and I have to do this now with this game to look up it's like I want to understand the bounty stuff then what's going to get me that how I pay it off because I didn't know mm-hmm Found out that stuff. I was like, okay, fine. I go to post office and pay it off. Didn't have the money because I've been playing nights. I'm not robbing people. I'm mm-hmm. not. I, and whenever I'm trying to loot people from a mission, they shout at me for looting. So I just like, okay, fine. I won't loot people. <laughs> and we move on with our lives. And if you do, you get like 50 cents half the time, you know? Mm-hmm. So I didn't have the money to pay off this bounty. So I was like, what the fuck am I going to do? I've got no other missions. And it won't let me do this one because I've got a bounty. So I was like, okay, I'll wander around, try and find something else, some other way to make money. Couldn't find anything for hours, literally hours. Yeah, so I came back another day and I was like, I guess I just rob people then. I mean, that's all I could do. It's like, all right, fine. I'll rob some people. I don't want to do that. That's not yeah. how I want to play this game, but you're making me do that now. So I was like, fine. I went and robbed some people. What happens? You get a bigger fucking bounty, obviously, because then I'm robbing people. Yeah. So it took me ages going to a different area. I was like, fine, I have to ride for ages. Get to a different area. Then again, I was like saving to like explore later. 
rob people in that area. So my bounty went up, up, up in that area. Take that money out of that place, back to this one, to then pay off this bounty. I think it was only like 80 bucks, but I just did that, that nothing at all. Um, and I could have probably like, yeah, maybe gone hunting and sold that and stuff, but I wasn't like, the game wasn't introducing those dynamics to me very well, so I wasn't understanding what I could do. It's so interesting though, because I definitely was playing nice too throughout that those first couple of chapters but never felt like I had an issue with money. I haven't had any issues with money throughout the game. And I've always, whenever I've had a bounty, I've always been able to go and pay it off right away. Right. I absolutely could not. Um, absolutely could not. Yeah, that's interesting. I mean, I did put, like the first money I got, I put into like doing two upgrades to my camp. Because I was like, okay, I don't want me to do this. And that ate most of my money, but I thought more would come. Yeah. And the tail end to this particular story is like, then I had this money, um, from this bounty in this place but it wasn't enough and then because they were then chasing me I got killed in this area what then happened was I respawned back at like my camp kind of area which was way miles away and I didn't bring my horse my horse was back where this fucking place was and it was always like oh your horse is out of reach you can't get your horse and I hadn't been introduced I don't think I'd been introduced to stables at that point like yeah. I couldn't walk my horse away. so I was like I won't go back to this fucking horse now. And again, I didn't want to steal a horse in this place and make my bounty worse. Yeah. So I just started running <laughs> for about an hour in real time. Just didn't want well, to probably not, but it feels, you know, forever. Yeah, yeah. To get back to my horse, just to then ride him back to yeah. camp again. Um, and I ended up having to go online because I'd heard that there's a gold bar near the beginning of the game that you can get if you know where to look. And that gives you like 500 straight away. Mm -hmm. So in the end, I was like, fine, I'm just going to find this fucking gold bar and sell that. And yeah. then I've got 500 and I can pay off all these bounties and just be set to zero and then finally do this one mission. That was like a four hour process for me. Yeah, that's just, interesting. Just to get to do that mission. And I've had so many things like that that have just driven me crazy with the game. For sure. Um, sorry. Yeah, no, that's... it's it's. Yeah, I, it's really interesting that. It's such a... It seems like such an opposite uh, experience to how I've experienced the game so far. Well, like, okay, so let's go with stuff which I know you would have experienced. For what we talked last time to do is speed of stuff. Now, mm -hmm. for me, I've got written down here in my notes. It wants me to go slow when I want to go fast, and it wants me to go fast when I want to go slow. And that's how I feel about majority of the game. It's like when I want to slow down and investigate a house or loot some bodies, someone's fucking shouting at me the whole time. I've started ignoring that. But this shouldn't be a thing. You know, it drives me crazy. Mm. And then when I do slow it down too much, I go back to the camp and it was a cool mission I wanted to do. And he said, oh, we did that because you didn't turn up. And I'm like, really? Fucking? Yeah, they've done it to me twice. And that's what happens in this game. It's like, no, we did that mission. So you don't get to do that anymore because time is moving on properly. And I'm like, are you kidding me? So I don't get to do these cool, these two things, which then I went online to watch what it were. And I was like, fuck, man, I wanted to do that. Wow, I didn't know that. But because I decided, no, I'm going to slow it down because it's been Wait, were they actual story actual missions? missions? Yeah. And it's because they're being, they want it to feel real. Yeah. But there's certain reasons I play games. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like if it's too real, that's not fun anymore. Mm -hmm. Like too real. And now it's too real. It's like you're taking away these things. And then it wants me to go slow. Yeah, obviously every time I'm anywhere near anything, <laughs> it's like, no, you got to slow it right down. And it's like, I just, I want to, and I'm just tapping fucking A. I'm so tired of tapping A, man. I'm so tired of just mashing A the whole time to try and go fast places where it just wants me to like Jason walk. And for instance, I did this, um, yeah, I was trying to do this mission and they forced me to get off my horse and walk. They're like, you know, when you auto get off yep. your horse. 
but my character was not allowed to run the distance and so there's a bunch of them down the road i don't say what mission it is but it's yeah but, but um so i'm like jason walking <laughs> towards them getting really frustrated kind of like tapping at eight awesome, man. and so i'm just jason walking towards them and then all i can hear is the dude one of the dudes that i'm meant to be meeting down the way just berating me like, oh yeah take as long as you want arthur i'm like are you fucking kidding me you made me get off my horse yeah, yeah. and you're making me walk slow you won't even let me jog over there well you let and i went back to red dead because it's like i need to go back to red dead redemption one i need to check does my horse run into woods never because yeah. guess what horses don't run into fucking trees yeah yeah so like you'd run i tried for 20 minutes two nights ago to run i went around for a cactus field because you don't really have that many woods in red dead one couldn't run into anything yeah just won't do it it just avoids stuff and it feels great like yeah. it the animation is not as good like the weight isn't quite as good yeah and i can run into any situation i want to yeah yeah it's like why don't you let me do this stuff mm-hmm. whereas in this again with um is that the one da, 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 da. yeah sorry i got lots of stuff. <laughs> i do the entire american <laughs> distillery mission you remember that one the American you go through the swamp and then you have to burn some like where they're making yep. hooch in the moonshine yep riding out for ages to get to this place they get yep. to this place if i ride too fast they get all upset with me if i ride too slow they get all upset with mm-hmm. me so i'm like fine i'll ride your fucking speed uh, do you know this hold down a i do but it, it doesn't like it doesn't honest to god it doesn't work for me half the time at least 50 percent of the time i will just drift back or drew or like yeah don't drift back and then i have to tap a to like get back in again it doesn't lock me in with them that's weird doesn't happen um and i'd also just like i want to feel independent it's like well then i'm just playing a call of duty game is how i feel yeah yeah when i'm just locked into things so we arrive we do that stealthy stuff again not spoiling stuff for people who haven't played it yeah um but then someone on our team fails not me with the stealth stuff Mm -hmm. okay so i have to start it again i'm like fine it wasn't my fucking bad really yes (laughs) fine so i start in the stealth again um and then you have to take a hostage okay um, and then it's like setting some stuff you got to do. And then there's mm-hmm. a big firefight. It's a pretty lengthy series of events. I do all of that stuff. We close it out and it gets tail end of it. And you're with someone who wants to like horse, uh, race you back to the camp. Mm-hmm. And he's like, do you want a horse race? I'm like, yeah, I want a horse race because mm-hmm. I'm tired of going slow. Man. Let's fucking horse yeah. race. So a horse race, destroying him. He's like left in the dust. I get to my final turn going into the camp. Hit a tree. Horse hits a fucking tree. I die immediately. It respawns me back at the beginning of the entire mission. Not even the end bit. So like, did you do the restart at the checkpoint thing? Yeah, I did like the A button. Like you always do just like restart at the last checkpoint. Yeah. And it restarted me at the beginning of the entire thing. So I had to do all that stealth for the third time and then all of yeah. the sort of stuff and then all the shooting stuff and then that ride again. At which point I lost because like, I'm not fucking risking riding into a tree again. Yeah, I've I've had a few experiences like that where it's frustrated me a little bit. Where, yeah, where I die in a mission and I... Because then you get the option. It's like restart mission, um, cancel mission, start restart from checkpoint. And then doing restart from checkpoint and it's like way, way back yeah. than I expected. Yeah. And you're like, well, it feels like, yeah, that's like two or three beats behind. Like clearly... The last beat was here. Yeah, we had a we closed the book on that. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. not right. Um, I don't like the failed screen in this. Like, this is the thing. I think I just expected more from Rockstar. It's mm-hmm. like what they've done is like taking your yeah, immersion to an nth degree, sometimes to a detrimental place. But I think it's like so much beyond any other game. 
I love it. Again, the look of it is incredible. The animation is incredible. I think mm-hmm. people remembering stuff is very lovely. But I would rather have the old things back rather than that, to be honest. Right. Um, but the failed screens and things, it's like, I didn't expect that. It's like when I'm doing something that says, you failed. And then, yeah, you restart again. It's like, I felt we'd move beyond that. I felt like in a story right. this much would adapt. And it would be like, because it's not just when you die. It's just like, oh, no, you didn't do that thing. Yeah, yeah. Fail. And it's like... I felt like if you're really trying to... Because this is my thing. is like Grand Theft Auto 4, all Rockstar games have tried to struggle with telling a story and giving open world. Mm-hmm. And I think it's been such a big problem for them to overcome. How do you give people open world to do anything you want, be the character you want to be, but we want to tell you the exact story and tell you who you are? Yeah, yeah. Really hard. Um, and Grand Theft Auto 4 was a famous game where they like really messed that up. Like It's a very good game. But that balance isn't there. And in Grand Theft Auto 5, they kind of figured it out for themselves. It's like, we're going to give you three characters. They're going to represent the different things, play styles you want to do. So you can spend your time with whichever play style you want. And then that's going to be accepted for that play style. Yeah. And if you ride way out to someone, drives way out to someone, you can jump to someone else and they'll be still living that life. And you just dip in. Really smart. I didn't expect that with Red Dead 2. But I expected them to figure out something else. Mm-hmm. I thought they're going to figure it out, something smart that's going to progress this entire genre. I don't think they have at all. I think they've actually not gone any further than Red Dead 1. And my, my problem is I liked the story in Red Dead 1. Yeah. And I couldn't give a shit about the story in Red Dead 2. I mean, that's not true. But I'm no way as engaged yeah. as it was in Red Dead 1. Um, so I'm just frustrated with all these little things. Where I'm like, you did all of these things in Red Dead 1. But you're just sure the finesse is much better. Mm-hmm. Like, it's nice that person remembers me from there. It's nice that animation looks beautiful and every place looks achingly beautifully rendered. Yeah. So I love exploring it. But, and I can get over that there's not, like, I think an initial hurdle for me is there's not a Breath of the Wild amount of stuff to explore. But we're going back to Red Dead 1, it's like, it wasn't there either. There's yeah. not actually that much to explore. There's not actually that many secrets to find. When you look at walkthroughs uh, just to see the list of how many strangers are there to meet, it's nothing. It's like yeah. 15 people. It's like, that's nothing for a world this big. Yeah, I remember I went back and played Red Dead 1 maybe about a year ago or six months ago. Um, And I just remember being surprised having that second playthrough, doing all the story missions and then doing all the side quests, but getting through it so quick and being like, hey, there's actually not a lot as much as you think. No, there's not that much. And it's the same with this game. When you see it written down in a guidebook, yeah. there's not that many people to meet. There's not that many missions to do, side missions. Yeah. And I think initially that annoyed me, but then I started remembering... I remember I was annoyed with Shadow of the Colossus because there's literally nothing to do but kill those bosses. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't about that. It was about the mood and the world and the atmosphere. And yeah. now it's one of my favorite games. And I readjusted how I expected. I was like, this isn't Breath of the Wild. It's not a Fallout. There aren't yeah. going to be things hidden everywhere. Yeah, It's much sparser. I'm fine with that. But then I have to care about that story. Mm-hmm. and again part of it's just I mean it's all personal I guess it's all subjective but for me the camp stuff I don't care about I like I don't know any of these people like someone just got kidnapped from the camp I'm gonna care about it I didn't even know they existed yeah. honestly like I was like who are we talking about and everyone's really upset about it do you want me to tell you who they're talking about I mean I know who they're talking about <laughs> but I don't remember them yeah from the rest of the game yeah because i've just been trying to ignore everyone. like everyone i've heard podcasts and everyone knows everyone's name in the camps like i don't know anyone's name other than dutch literally not one person's name yeah because i try not to like i don't care i mean i'll do their missions if they got a side mission yeah i mean i you know uh like justin has often talked a lot in our little group about how i mean he he plays it with like he really has immersed himself in the camp because he talks about 
you know, he'll just sit and listen to conversations with other with the other people in the camp until they engage with his character and then they mm-hmm. give him kind of things to do. Um, I, I kind of have a balance of where I do that sometimes. I lose a bit of patience. I kind of greet people around the camp, um, but then I go off and do my own thing. I, I like the feeling of going away for two few days and every time like, if I come back, someone will be like, oh, you've been out for a few days. Mm-hmm. I don't like see. I don't like that. I don't like that people know or have been checking up on me. Or the, I like anonymity in life and yeah. in video games. So I liked in Red Dead One. It's like no, I'm just a dude out on my own and I cross paths with different people, but are definitely we're all crossing past each other. Yeah, um, and that's just yeah personal. Preference. There's a yeah. I I can't wait for you to finish this your chapter four and chapter five. No, even yeah, cha- yeah. Wait, where am I? Yeah. The, the tail end of chapter five I can't wait to kind of get your opinions on okay. because I think I think there's and you'll know when you get to it I think there's an opportunity there for the game to go in one particular direction mm-hmm. um, after a particular sort of moment and incident and uh, and I certainly thought it was going to go in this direction I was like oh this could be cool um well, I had that even at the end of chapter three, again, no spoilers, but something kind of dramatic looks like it's going to happen. Mm. And I thought two key people, including your own character, was going to die. Yeah. Like I genuinely thought there's a moment where it looks like your lead character who you're playing dies. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, that's right. I got really excited. I suddenly came alive. I was like, every problem I've had, I now forgive you for because mm-hmm. you're going to turn all my expectations and do something completely different now with the rest of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it did. And I was just back to kind of where I was before. And I'm enjoying all that stuff, but it yeah. was just like, again, I love Dutch. I think Dutch is just as interesting, if not more a complicated person than John. Definitely. Uh, but I just don't have any impetus for him. Yeah. Like, again, I just don't. And my problem with him, and again, that balance of story and open world is massively contradictory. It's like the way I play him is a nice guy. And then he does all these nice little things and then he'll just do be a dick mm-hmm. and then you go to things with like you can only beat this person you yeah. know and it's like and then if i don't i go it sometimes i'll let you do something else but then you'll just punch them on your way out I'm like that's not who i'm playing as yeah and it really upsets me and jars me out of the entire experience because i'm like this is just so and then he's criticizing other people and they criticize him and i'm like yeah they're right he's been a dick and that's not who i'm playing it's it's interesting i feel as i've progressed in the game and this is like and this kind of highlights yeah how sort of slow they're kind of drawing that out or getting you to that point where i feel where i've progressed it started to it, it feels like it started because i i think i've played like you because my honor level is like right up mm-hmm. the good end now um because i've played as a nice guy but then you have these kind of contradictions in his behavior all the way he speaks um and again without trying to without dropping uh, any spoilers where I've reached uh, those things are starting to overlap now in a positive way where it's like you're starting uh, you're starting to see Arthur's conflict with with what the camp is doing yeah, what yeah. Dutch is doing and and his own actions he's starting to kind of but this is my problem is like I see that right from the beginning and I see that increasingly as the chapters go on. I'm very interested in that story. And yeah. what I liked about chapter one, and again, you know, I'm an open world guy. That's what I love. But what I like about chapter one is that it's not open world. What yeah. I love about chapter one is like, no, we are telling you a story. And 
I want, I'm like, cool, then tell me your story. Yeah. Because I'm really interested in it. And I think this character's great. But everything you're letting me do around that story is contradicting everything that's mm-hmm. happening in your story and just getting in the way of your story. Yeah. And again, I don't feel Rockstar figured that out with this game at all. And I don't think they're given enough criticism with this game. And that, sure, maybe some people will play it the exact right way that it all fits right. But for a lot of people, they won't. And a lot of people I know have drifted off. It's partly because of that. And I don't think they've identified that's the problem. It's like you, they're trying to tell you the story and you're not living that story. Yeah. And it's, it's interesting because I think of, I think of when we played um, Breath of the Wild and, you know, we could get together and talk and have these completely unique and different experiences, but we're still having a rich yeah. experience that we could both enjoy, even if it was very diverse, but we could kind of like be like, oh, did you see this? Did you do that? Blah, blah, yeah. blah. Well, and it's interesting really- to hear like our experience so different in this game, but, yeah. you know, I feel like you're not getting the richness or your some not. of it like, that I'm kind of I kind of hate it. Like, that's the thing. Like, yeah, I'll still I give it a 9 out of 10, but I kind of hate it. I can imagine. But again, but with Link, they're not trying to tell us an interesting story, really. Like, Breath of the yeah. Wild doesn't have an interesting character art for Link or anything mm-hmm. like that. It's very basic. It's like, no, you are Link. And I do think that's a basic thing of Rockstar. Every game, they're cocky enough to think, we can fucking do this. Yeah, yeah. And every game, other than GT5, and it had its problems, but they're different, which kind of cheated its way out of it, you know, with three characters. Yeah. It's like, you can't do this. You can't. And it just depends do you like one of those elements enough and the problem is the story is i'm interested in it but i don't like the camp and the open world stuff is not giving me enough yeah like i had a bit here which plays into this exactly i had a mission where i had to sneak into somewhere but it was a different part of the map um and i thought oh good i gotta be sneaky i'm gonna wait till darkness i got there it was beautiful the sun was like heading down like waiting i'm waiting nothing happens and i reset this four times to make sure that i Mm -hmm. wasn't imagining it the game didn't, wouldn't change time because it wanted me to do this mission in this very particular light so it looked right. beautiful as it came streaming through windows and blah, blah, blah. And it was like a big thing that I had to do and it was stealthy. And I was like, well, my right as an open world game is I'm choosing, I want to wait until nighttime like yeah. any other open world game would let me do and then sneak in and do this my way. Mm-hmm. But you're telling me, no, we want you to experience this game like this. And it wasn't even for a story reason. It was just because aesthetically we've got a heart yeah. for what's going on right now. I'm like, well, you're right. It looks fucking gorgeous, but it makes my life a lot harder playing. It's because the sun's in my eye and yeah, yeah. people are seeing me and all that shit. Because I remember in GTA Five, and I feel like with the past Rockstar games, was that yeah, if they wanted narratively for a mission to occur at night or at day, like at a particular time of day, and you got there that wasn't that. Remember, it would like always cut to. It would have like a mini little cut of the sun moving across the sky, yeah. and like. Whereas this, I've noticed, I get to missions um, in the morning, and then as the action unfolds, like that, it's night. Yeah. You know? No, no, absolutely. And that that it feels, only happens like four steps. It just goes. Doo, doo, yeah, doo, doo. and like that has felt jarring to me at times. Yeah. Um, just because it's like, oh well, at least give me the sky thing to show like the passage of time. You yeah, want yeah, it yeah. to be played like that. Cut thing. Um. Yeah. Um. Sorry, I have like three more things I want to quickly moan about. <laughs> I need to get this off my chest, man. Do it. So the bit, again, where I thought something... Again, I don't want to get spoiled. It's very hard. But there's a bit where, yeah, it feels like there's a predicament. Arthur's in a tricky situation. Mm-hmm. There's swinging involved. Yeah. Um, Sex swings. Yeah. Um, now, this pissed me off. 
Right. Because again, I'm, I've been on this emotional roller coaster for, oh, I think something cool is going to happen, then it doesn't happen the way I want it to. Mm-hmm. And then you're left in this predicament. Before I even regain control of Arthur, it's in this cutscene. Before even I'm allowed to move him, and he's hanging upside down. I played video games before. I know some swinging is going to happen, mm-hmm. but I'm not even allowed to do that yet. Before I can even do that, text comes up on screen to tell me exactly what to do yeah. to get out of that predicament. Mm-hmm. I was like, are you kidding me? You don't even trust me. Like, I don't know if I've ever played a game that in that exact situation, which many games put you in that situation, mm-hmm. don't go, no, you figure it out. There's only one thing you can do. Like, there's nothing else you can do. Yeah, yeah. I couldn't believe that. That for me, like, told me so much about how they're like, no, we need to walk you through everything mm-hmm. um, in the story elements of the game. Yeah. I left a really bad taste in my mouth. Um, I have some technical problems with the game. Again, the button mapping. So I don't know if your meat is in and out at this well, point. Your meat is very out right now. <laughs> um, but again, nine out of 10. Uh, my technical, well, not technical problems, button fucking mapping problems, which last time we uh, Justin agreed, like lots of button mapping problems. Oh, yeah. It's. I, I, give, st- I still fumble around on it. Man, I'm going to give, like, I wrote them down so I got good examples. I think it's great when jump is the same button as loot. We talked about that last time. Okay. Fuck off. <laughs> How many times I jump across a body when I'm mm-hmm. trying to loot it? When drop is the same button as stow. Yep. When look at someone to talk, it's the same button as raising your weapon, if it's been equipped. Yep, made that mistake. Everybody, every podcast I listen to is like, yeah, I was meant to do this thing, and now that person just ran away. Yeah, I shot a post, postman. <laughs> when pick up someone's gun on the ground, it's the same button as getting into cover in a yep. firefight. It's like, are you kidding me? You're in a firefight. Those, two, What do you need to do? Pick up weapons and get in cover. Mm-hmm. And you made them the same button. Mm-hmm pisses yeah. me off man it really those four things like i'm constantly just like come on you all you have to do is play for a little bit to realize those things don't go together like just yeah. mix and match some of those things for me it's just the I, I get tangled on the whole uh opening up your your wheel and then switching to your items or your horse or your weapons and then scrolling down to your weapons and then pressing the triggers to yeah while still holding I'm still hold it, yeah. You hold like, like three buttons down, yeah. Um, I still fumble on that, and like, and I feel even though it's like when you're in a gunfight, it says like press right trigger or left trigger, and then it'll he'll automatically aim. Like, there's so many times where I just get shot before I can do anything. Yeah, <laughs> which is a little frustrating. Um, I mean, the games that you can play, I had to look them up just to double check, but I mean. There's literally half the amount of games in this that you can play that you can in GTA 5 in terms mm-hmm. of activities you can do. And that's just something I was like, I can't believe. I thought it would be... I realized I don't know how to play dominoes. It's fucking weird. And everything's so small. <laughs> it's really... Unless you're on a big screen, it is hard to see those dominoes. Yeah. They're so small. Um, yeah, dominoes, I'd never played that right. Because <laughs> it automatically does it. I'm like, really? <laughs> yeah. Um, no, there's literally half as many activities. And that's something that's like, surely every Rockstar game gives you more to do each time. Like, I thought this game would be, it's like, fine, don't give me loads of missions mm-hmm. everywhere because that's more realistic. But I'm bustling with things to do. Yeah, yeah. Like, just like little games that people would do. Yeah. And there's not, which, I mean, I love the games that are there, but they're basically the same ones that were there before with like mm-hmm. one extra pretty much. Um, I had a weird tech problem because I had... I bought one of the bigger versions of the game where you get like a special horse and stuff yeah. and you first get stable. So I had this horsey that I like. I called him Epona, of course. Mm-hmm. Or her, Epona. And I then came back home 
because I was traveling with my Xbox playing it. And I loaded it up on Katie's Xbox to play. And it loaded in this little horse. I was like, what the fuck? And then weirdly, this other horse that followed me around. I have two horses right now that followed me around. I have no idea why. Um, and neither of them were my horse. And I was all, it took me about an hour to figure out, of course, I didn't download the DLC on this one. So it's just giving me Shit. the old horse back. Yeah. So I was like, fine, okay, I'll go and reload the old DLC. Um, and then, you know, and, and then go from there and like exit the game, come back in, go into a stable. Surely my horse will be there. No, just gone. That sucks. So then I went into my old Xbox. I was like, well, I'll plug in my Xbox then. But of course, because it just saved as soon as it gave me these other horses. Yeah. No, my horse is gone. And now I'm stuck with these other ones. What, with one still just following me everywhere for no reason <laughs> whatsoever. It got very confused. I don't know what's going on. I've got a bunch in the stable. And I've got my black Arabian horse, who I called Moses. Moses, nice. Uh, my very last thing is, I think, okay, so like, there's a lot of great voice acting in this. But I've heard people calling this game, like the story and the voice acting and stuff, like as good as The Last of Us. No, in no way. When yeah, I that's... shut my eyes and listen to this game, when Katie's playing it and I'm in the next room, I 100% know she's playing a video game. Mm-hmm. Like there's, it's just like a test. I like to do stuff anyway, you know, we talked yeah. about it before. But you 100% know. Like it's very good, but it's a cartoony Western world. Yeah, and that's the, that's, that's the thing. Like that first chapter is so grounded and cinematic and you feel like you're in a Western. Yeah. Um, and I remember coming out of that and just being like, oh, this the great thing about this game, you know, it, that separates it from GTA is that GTA is so cartoony and yeah. over the top. This is great. But then you progress through this game and don't get me wrong, I love it and I, I do really enjoy the voice acting. But then you just come, and this is the same in the first Red Dead, is that you come across these characters that, yeah, that are just so cartoony and over the top and really stand out. Particularly this, all the side characters. Yeah, that stand out in this sort of world that they're trying to ground and make super real. But the thing I don't know they like, always are. I always feel that's, that's what I mean. This is like identity crisis at Rockstar. Mm. Maybe partly because they have all these different teams from around the world working on it. But yeah, like I think we said last time, like I met a guy when I was doing the festival tour who had worked on this game and he was brought in to play a couple of characters on it. He yeah. was like, I have no idea who these characters are. They didn't give you any backstory. They didn't tell you what you're talking about because they're so worried about you knowing anything about the game. Right. And they're literally like, just come in and be as like Western as you can. And he was like, all right, hello there. How are you doing? Right, and right. they're like, great. Do it like that. No context for how he's meant to emotionally play it. And that's what it sounds to me. So mm-hmm. I thought it's bad compared to other video games. It's great. Yeah. But compared to great video games like The Last of Us or compared to normal films, it's like, no. Yeah. Like these are just silly cartoon characters in a cartoon world. And that does rub against, yeah, these moments of great tenderness where sometimes mm-hmm. you have Arthur and Dutch like talking and it's hushed and it's like, oh, wow. There's yeah. Some gravity going on here. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, yeah, The Last of Us. Oh. oh, man, The Last of Us. Like you you shut your eyes and you listen to that. You've, it's could be a it's TV sunny. show, I mean, movie, like anything. Yeah, I won't get into a conversation Special. about that now. But that Special. was like on second playthrough. I was just... I think I applauded yeah. <laughs> at my TV screen when I finished that game for the second time. It's incredible. It's just a masterpiece. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, that's an interesting experience, Al. And I, I, completely, I completely understand it and I, I get it and I feel that... I feel like, yeah, there's probably... I th- as much as this game is getting applauded and praised, I think, I think it's probably a mixed bag for a lot of people and more than is is sort of spoken about 
Um, I think you're willing to forgive stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, because I think, like, you're being very lovely because you're hearing what I'm saying and you're appreciating it. And you're not necessarily disagreeing, but you're getting what you're getting out of your experience is enough that you don't care. Yeah. I think is what you're going to. And I get that. And that's, and I'm trying to get there. Like, I so badly want to yeah. be where you are because I want to love, th- I want this game to be like my favorite game ever. Yeah. But all this stuff keeps rubbing me that way. So I think it is just like, yeah, can you, is the other stuff giving it to you in the way that you want it to? Yeah, totally. Because I think you're right. You know, in some of the things you've said, I've experienced as well. But yeah, you're right. There's enough for me. And things are, there's enough sort of things happening around me in the game that I'm like, this is great. I'll keep on, keep keep on on going. Right now. And and it's just a game that I'm still just sort of taken aback by its beauty. It's just stunning to kind of... I'd watch that world and just be in it I think that's what I'm most interested about because yeah going back to Red Dead 1 I was really shocked by how much is exactly the same like yeah. in terms of what you can do physically controls interactions with stuff yeah really just the graphics and some of the movements you know that, that are different um, but it's so staggeringly like Red Dead still looks good but playing it back to back which I did with this it's like oh wow this looks bad now it's like what 10 years old yeah like, something like that 8 years old something I don't know is it 2012 came out? 2011? Hang on, hang on. I feel like it was around then, 2011 Red maybe? Dead Redemption 1. Oh, no internet. I don't know. Came out a while ago. Um, and um, what was my point? It will be really interesting to see uh, what your experience is once they launch online. Yeah. And, and if you enjoy that or not. I mean, they've got to give me stuff to do because online you're not going to have those missions. Yeah. So my problem right now is partly that, yeah, I don't really have enough to do. Yeah. And I don't want to go hunting. I enjoy the fishing for a little bit, but it's not something I really lose myself in. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it depends if the online's going to have a story or if it's going to have, yeah, its own version of Heist for us all. Because, again, Heist and GTA Five online is the best thing I've ever done with online gaming. So they could do that. You, me, and Justin and Katie can ride out and do some cool heists. Yeah, I mean, the bank robberies and the train robberies and the stagecoach robberies have been elements I've really enjoyed. Yeah. They're really, really fun. I mean, I should I should mention on here, because I know we've talked about it, but I didn't get to on the last one because I hadn't done it, was, so yeah, some of the most fun I had was when I got most frustrated with the game. I had nothing to do and was in that period where I couldn't afford my bounty, so I just started stealing trains. <laughs> yeah. yeah and you said some really wonderful videos of you. Because I was just like, oh, I haven't been on these world. trains yet. And I just jumped on one and then I spent a while hanging out and it was like, oh, I'll just see some of the world from the top of this train. It's really gorgeous, the stuff you see. Um, and then eventually I was like, oh, I could, can I not just go and take this train? And then I went to the front and I was like, yeah, you can go and take the train. And you can only go forward or backwards, obviously. You can toot a little horn and you can do a bell. So you've got two like noisemakers, which is fun. So yeah, does it reach a point where you can't go forward anymore? No, because they all go in loops. It goes in loops. Massive yeah. loops. So. Um, and then people start coming after you, but you can outride them on your train yeah. if you're smart with it. So then I was just like, oh, no. And then they stopped looking for you. And I was like, oh, no, it's just my train. Which unfortunately, because then I left it, I started leaving it and then I'll go do missions and then come back to my train to get to the next mission. Um, but you need to leave it not necessarily within sight, but nearby. Otherwise, it disappears right. and respawns. Um, I haven't taken any train rides. It's honestly, or man, just sitting on the top on the roof of a train as it's going around. It's so beautiful, the stuff you see. I was so yeah. happy to see it. And occasionally just hunting from the top of it, but <laughs> you can't go and collect it. But then if it stops at a station, I'd run and grab something. Um, but no, it's definitely, I recommend people steal a train. And you, you've, you've seen all the map through that. 
I mean, so that does a big... So this is the thing. It's like, I thought that that was just a bit of the map. Because um, I think some people talk about on podcasts. It's not actually as big as you think this game. It just feels it because it's very dense and there's a lot of traversal. Yeah. Um, and I don't mind. Like, things don't have to be that big. Mm-hmm. I did don't. Like, Fallout 4 wasn't as big as Fallout 3, I think it was, or something. I don't know. certainly not as big as Skyrim, and that's fine. Yeah. Um, but it's... You see a lot of it doing that. Um, not everything, obviously, because you're in a ribbon, so there'll be gray areas where you haven't gone to yet. Yeah. Um, and the story definitely pushes you yeah, to each of those areas. Um, but I spent ages, I know we're, we're skirting around it because we haven't talked about it at all, but we both know there's an extra bit of the map. Yeah. Okay. Um, which I, it's very weird because in the deluxe version of the game, you get that on a physical map with the game. It shows you mm. right away, oh, there's more map that you don't have access to, really. Yeah, like a different part different part like the scranton of scranton of gta 5 is that what you mean um like where you go to a different place because i may have done that no spoilers um this is more i mean this is the bit in red dead 2 is like yeah a whole massive extra map essentially yeah 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 um but there's not much going on there yet so people like okay it might be online or it might be dlc and they just didn't really want you to get there yet kind Mm -hmm. of thing and i spent a good two hours trying to get there the other day but i couldn't get past there's too many laws ah okay you know what I'm talking about? Okay, yeah. Okay. The but place that you're... you can't go back to. No, well, beyond that. Right. Beyond, we'll talk after the podcast. Beyond Blackwater. <laughs> we'll, talk, we'll talk after the podcast. But yeah, but it's on like the maps that they give you with the game. Like it's right there. Because like, yeah, because when I open the map I f- and, I, and I move the scroll around, it feels like there's so much more yes. to the right side. And there's not. To the left side. To the left side, sorry. Yeah. Because I'm like, not. oh, I must have just only done this... Uh, quarter because it goes in a weird little like it's a chunk and then there's just like a little more yeah it goes like that and, and i thought yeah like, i thought it was gonna be loads and it's not at all on the left hand side so then i was like oh actually this is not as big as i thought but i'm fine like it's fine what it is but then no there is more but it's down the bottom it's down southwest beyond blackwater yeah there's a huge map down there yeah um, but you can't necessarily get i mean you can get to it but there's not much going on there yet so people think it's either online or it's is it DLC. part of mexico do you like want me to tell person? you what it is? No. <laughs> no. Are you sure? You don't know what it is? You haven't heard about this? Okay. No. Okay. I feel bad not even saying that, but when you get towards the end, I mean, you're probably in a place. Have you narratively gone back to Blackwater at any point? Or? Uh, right at the beginning to get Micah back. Oh, not Micah. Yeah, okay, Micah. But not again since. Because no. I think there's some other point where at some point you touch on Blackwater again. Obviously, you, go yeah, you know it's in the map. And from then, maybe it's a bit easier to get into this other place. Right. Um, Cause I went. I don't know if I should say this to you. <laughs> Just moving well, bit. I'm fine with. That. Okay, I'll tell you okay, what. So I went- Everyone who's listening, we love you lots. Thanks for listening. Go to weirdgeeks.com. Please support <laughs> yeah, us. We're going to talk a bit more spoilers now that we don't care about. Just for a couple of minutes, okay? Um, so thank you for supporting us. We'll see you next week with Alien versus Predator Requiem or some bullshit. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Thanks, guys. I'm fine. You can tell me anything. Okay, so uh, there's a part in chapter end of chapter four. Where you go off map. Oh, cool. You nice. go to a completely different place. Nice. Okay. Is it more westerny? Uh, it's an it's an island. Oh wow. Oh nice. Okay, then I'm looking forward to that. Yeah. That but that's that's what I mean. This is my problem with the game, is like I need extra incentives. So there's little yeah. things like I don't know everything, but if you tell me that one thing is coming, yeah. then I'll it's kind of it plays out because some shit hits the fan. So I think, I mean, I feel like oh, I really want to talk to you about this extra bit of the map now, but I don't think it's going to like, I don't know what you care about and what you don't care about. 
I mean, how in, is so you you don't think it's, it's at this point in time it's not tied into the story? At the point, out, you're not going to go in the story, and not much is really happening there. So people are thinking it's yeah online or it is DLC. Is um, it part of the map from the first game? It is the entire map from the first. That's game. what I figured. Yeah, yeah. So in that southwest corner, it's the entire map from the first game. That's and there's like lots of videos right now, people comparing and contrasting how that map looks now, like yeah. Armadillo and places to how it looks before. Yeah. Because the two places from the southwest, yeah, back into what was in the northeast mm-hmm. of the last one. Um, and it, but it's all just there, and you can just go and wander around it, which to me is exciting because I actually prefer the west west. Yeah. No, that's what I. That's what I always figured was there knowing Blackwater was there. And I, in my mind, I was like, oh, I wonder how far that extends out right. in, from the previous game. And I got a sense of that from scrolling. I was like, oh, this must cover chunks of that game. Yeah. Uh, uh, from the first game, chunks of that first map. Um, but again, I was like, I'm going to put that on the back burner until the game kind until of takes game, me yeah, over yeah. there. Because um, I don't think it really like... Because the, the enjoyment you're going to get out of going there is when you go there. Like, yeah. that's the enjoyment you're going to get. Because, I mean, even in that brief sort of bit when you're on the outskirts of Blackwater and it's like, oh, I recognize yeah. all these buildings. This looks familiar. That was such a thrill. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm just right now, I'm like, I'm going to enjoy exploring all this new stuff. Mm-hmm. And when the game takes me over there, then I'm going to explore. But I was already thinking of that. I was like, oh, is the McFarland's Ranch going to be there? Yeah, it's all there. Yeah. It's all there. Which, again, I'm just like, yeah, I haven't done it and I've tried not, I haven't researched more. So maybe people yeah. have figured more stuff out now. I don't want to know. I just, for me, knowing that was there and again, then getting the deluxe version, looking at the map and going, oh, it's literally right there mm-hmm. on the fucking map you're printing and giving to people. They're yeah. not shy about it. They want yeah. people to know. Because I remember where even when the map leaked way before the game came And it's came this out. exact map. Yeah, it was that exact map. It's crazy. And it was like, oh, here's the old map and here's all the new stuff. Yeah. It's um, crazy. It's crazy that that was the exact map that we've ended up getting. Yeah. I was, I mean, I don't know if you, do you know how the game ends already? Have no, you read it? no, no, I okay. don't, I don't know. Because no. my, I think I said this in our first podcast, was it'd be great if it transitions to to John, but then you replay the whole Well, that's honestly game. what I was, yeah, I mean, honestly, that's what I was hoping was going to happen when I thought Arthur was going to die. Mm-hmm. I thought, oh shit, they're actually about to kill him. And then we're actually now going to take over as John. Mm-hmm. Um, but he's on a different revenge mission to do with Arthur, who we've got attached to because we played as him. Yeah, like that was what really got me with that end of chapter three, and then they didn't do that, and I was like, yeah. Um, but I mean, I'm interested. Why that whole map is there? I hope it's not just a cute thing. I really hope that they've got something cool in store for the future with DLC leading into that map. Um, and I don't think it would just be for online because for online, it can be anything. Like online will be a big download that people have to do, mm-hmm. and they can just put a whole new map in that download if they want to. They're not going to, but so I don't think there's extra bits for the online. I think it's definitely a DLC thing where yeah. you're going to like do something else as someone else maybe or whatever in the original Red Dead map. Um, but I want to get back to those cactuses and those deserts and those canyons. Quite yeah, that's what it, I've been thinking about too. God, I love that. Don't get me wrong. Like the world is phenomenally beautiful, but there's something a bit more exciting for me about that open, wild, sun-drenched kind of, yeah. That's cool. Why? That is cool. So thumbs up for Red Dead Redemption Two. Yeah, I mean, I, I am, I'm absolutely loving it. Um, you know, the the to, yeah, and to wrap this up, you know, the so far the the stories really started to have an impact on me in these last couple of chapters, mm-hmm. where things are really starting to resonate a bit more. You know, has it has that been a slow burn at that point? Absolutely, it's sort of 
you know, I think mentioning The Last of Us before, I mean, that is such a great example of like, here are our characters. You're gonna, you're gonna be with them yeah. throughout this entire journey, or even the first Red Dead. Um, um, but yeah, I'm loving it. Yeah, I remember telling people to play Grand Theft Auto Four, and they're like, "Oh, I got bored." And I was like, "Yeah, but wait, eleven hours in, and that story really fucking will hit you in the gut." Yeah, and pay off. And my problem with this one is like, yeah, but wait, thirty five hours. <laughs> yeah, in, yeah. And that story's really gonna start paying off. Yeah, that's know? the thing. I get that. I do. Uh, I just feel. I do, look, again, 9 out of 10, I think. I'd love to give it a 10. I can't. Mm-hmm. I just, I genuinely feel they failed in certain elements. Like, yeah. I really do. Um, and I think with this game and a game this big, um, I don't know, it's, it's interesting that it, you can, you can sort of take a step back and it's very clear, you can see very clearly why some people would really not click with this oh, game. Oh, sure. Yeah, if you don't like slow burn things and you don't like just riding your pony for miles and miles and just mm. looking at pretty vistas and not much going on, yeah, then everything I've said is irrelevant. You're not yeah. going to kill on with this game. I love all that stuff and have yeah. these problems. So it's like, yeah, no, you've got to have a very definite mindset. But I'm more of a Far Cry 2 person than any other Far Cry. And that's, yeah, yeah wandering around in the beauty and the silence and mm-hmm. you know all that stuff. And I do, I should say, I play it all in third person, um, as, which as a first person guy is kind of a strange thing. But I like seeing Arthur. Yeah, me too. I I said before we even started playing this game, I think I messaged you. I was like, I'm going to play it first in third person and I'll replay it in first. And I've jumped into first person a few times and I did it with GTA 5 as well. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It just doesn't click with it's me. It's not rock stuff for me. Yeah. I think maybe if it was, yeah, not Arthur and it was just open world, then I prefer first person because I don't want to see who I am. But again, they're definitely telling me a story. So I want to see who story it is. And my beard fucking beard sways huge. in the wind now. Because <laughs> I spent the whole game just shaving my chops, keeping my <laughs> mustache, which I got trimmed into like this beautiful handlebar mustache and just growing my hair in my my goatee. And it's like, it's so long. The only like thing is, it's such a hard thing. And I totally, I mean, it, there's some shots when it looks so amazing and I appreciate how difficult it would be to animate as it gets longer, but it kind of like, blends in and or sort of like disappears right. oh, yeah, as yeah, it like, clips for a bit yeah um, i was thinking about you when i was hanging upside down i was like what's alex's beard physics doing right <laughs> at this moment and then i just started about thinking about men in real life with long beards if they're ever upside down what do they do yeah it'd be a nightmare well there's a cool beard and i don't know if it was if it was just real if if he would have if the animation would have done this anyway um or if it was because i had such a long beard but i walked into a mission and as he as Arthur, like it went to one of those, sort of like a mini cutscene, but as Arthur was walking um, and listening to this character talk, he started like stroking, stroking the, beard. the beard. And I was like, that's fucking a cool that little detail. Cool. That's what I mean. It's all these little things. And that's what everyone's talking about with this game. And I think they're right too. It's like all these tiny details that are incredible with it. Yeah. But they're not necessarily story and they're not necessarily gameplay. Mm-hmm. They're just like little immersive things which yeah. make it special. Yeah. That's great. I just hope next time I get those and. <laughs> new gameplay and like a story that i really care about well i'm sure this is going to progress we will talk conversation i really enjoyed talking with you man yeah me too i got to me too i've been dying to talk about it with people (sighs) and i've been dying for you guys to catch up i know you keep saying should we talk we're at 50 percent like dude i don't even know if i'll get to 50 percent because but yeah i'm mainlining the story a bit more at the moment and Mm -hmm. i'm finding it more enjoyable mainlining the story to be honest so 
Um, all right, guys. Again, you've probably already left. Um, if you haven't, thank you. We appreciate it. Do go to weirdgeeks.com and do subscribe and rate. Um, we are a company. I can't be bothered. Go listen to our other podcast, then you'll find out who we yeah, are. Yeah, we do stuff. <laughs> Mr. L. White on Twitter stuff and Instagram stuff, and Alex is... At Alexander Chard on Twitter and Instagram. There you go. Maybe we'll change our profiles on, on one of those to, uh, to our authors, our beards. I was thinking of doing that. Uh, so if you go on my Instagram, you would have seen... Um, I posted a photo this weekend. Sorry to sidetrack on a little story before we wrap. But I posted a photo um, in Big Bear with mm. um, my wife, Bethany, and my dog, Poe, above this big sort of like rock boulder structure with two big pine trees behind them. Um, and one of my <laughs> my friend, Mikey, his wife, Rosemary, posted a comment where she was like, I think Mike passed that rock in Red Dead. <laughs> um, so I was going to post a video of... Um, that I sent all you guys of Arthur in front of a waterfall and just tag it as like Big Bear. Should that was fucking weird. do it. Should do it. Um, have you been to the hot springs yet? No, I haven't. Oh, I'm going to do that right now. I right. just saw a friend of mine post that picture on, on Twitter. And it's so great. He's just in his full cowboy outfit, submerged halfway up to his nose in like a hot geezer, like hot springs. It looks like a Yellowstone kind of area. That's cool. So I'm fucking going there right now. All right. We'll be back. Very soon, guys. And if we're not doing this one, then you can catch on Friday. Yeah, Alien vs. Predator Requiem. And continue with the series. Me and Alex are doing that with Katie Watson. Until then, we're out. Geeks. Geeks.